When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello everyone, Shannon Garcia getting you ready for our week two exit interviews for Survivor UK here on RHAP, or should I say exit interview, because spoiler alert, if you haven't watched, please click away, but episode four was a Australian Survivor style twist, so we just have the episode three boot, who was Rach, and she was a joy to chat to, honestly, I got a lot of insights about Lenena, I hope that you enjoyed the conversation too, it really informed my opinion about the tribe dynamics, which was lucky, because I did it before I spoke to George on the recap, which should be out. We spoke through this whole week, the twist, the decisions, had a good time agreeing and disagreeing on some of that stuff. And then there'll still be a patron check-in with Rob to come. So I hope that you're enjoying all of this content. Thank you so much again for listening and I will see you on the other side. 
Rach, welcome to RHAP. I'm sorry to see you go like that. And I still don't understand so much of it. So I'm so glad you're here to tell me what happened because I'm a little <laughs> bit confused. Um, in all honesty, I was too, but <laughs> it's it's the game. And you've just got you've just got to really take it with a pinch of salt. Um, it really is bittersweet. Um, and I'm excited to see the rest of the show. Sure. Well, I mean, first question I have is that last week you guys win. You have an alliance that wins the day with Ash and then as well with Chris Wren and Doug. So Chris Wren and Doug being the swing votes, if we could kind of talk through those relationships and those numbers, like what happened that that was lost? Because we see Chris saying how close he is to the two of you. We see Wren is close to the two of you. Where do we put the blame here? What happened with that? Um, I think um when we got back from the challenge, I think it was the paranoia, everyone's paranoia. I've never been that paranoid in my life. <laughs> um, and I think we were all rushing about, talking to each other. Um, and I think Ash probably felt because at the end of the day, you want to keep yourself in the game. So I understand Ash's point of view for voting. I voted for her. So it kind of works both ways in that sense. Um, I don't know whether it was just like lack of communication. Um, but yeah, because we had talked about, you know, throwing that blind side to Lee. There was mm. even Peg's name in the mix. But it just just didn't didn't go through. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to talk through those kind of individual votes, Chris, who, you know, has seemed so close to you, but is also obviously a man and has said he kind of like, you know, has has fit into kind of both sides and wants to coast. Would you have expected him to maybe, you know, to to, to try a little bit harder to to keep you guys around? Yeah, I think so. Um, not that was probably the one that stung the most, but it's you've just oh you've just got to take it on don't you um and I think looking like at the game now it's they just didn't want to get on the wrong side of Lee and I think they will and probably have used him to get further into the game Mm -hmm. so is that how you see it for someone like Ren who we see very much on your side as well someone physically who was not by their own admission, doing so well in the challenges and who you would think would want to keep you around, but is saying that they want, you know, a strong kind of challenge component. Is that is that how you see it for Ren as well? Yeah, I think so. With Ren, I think they just wanted to kind of keep on, again, the good side of the game. And I think as well, with the suspicion with the fish, I don't know. Mm. I think... Yeah, I I just think everyone just wanted to kind of make sure that they weren't going. Um, And I'm not going to lie, I do feel like I was a threat to people's games. Um, So, yeah, and obviously it was sad to see like our alliance have that split. Um, And I had wished that I was there for longer. I wished that they had kept the alliance. Um, So it was quite sad to not have the alliance have my back yeah I mean Ren votes and says I don't think you're going tonight 
but then the vote is for you. Did you have any sense of why they might have been like left out of that information or it would be hard being on the the wrong side of the vote, but what maybe it was murky between you and Ash? I thought that was quite surprising as well. Yeah, I think because I was really shocked. I thought Lee and Peg had both voted for me. Um, So I don't know. I don't know whether it was like a miscommunication or people just hadn't like spoken to people properly. Um, But yeah, just it's a bit of a mess, wasn't it? (laughs) Well, what about someone like Doug, who was very much seen as a swing vote last week? What was your relationship like to him? Because he kind of seems like he's good, you know, with everyone. And then again, he's saying in confessional that he doesn't really see the game the way that Lee is. And then the, you know, the vote is the way that Lee sees it. So, do you know, what? Like, was it yeah. again just like not wanting to get on the wrong side of Lee and, and just thinking about the challenges? I think from like what was, what's been shown, um, I think he, because he mentioned about using Lee as a shield and I think he just thought like, I'm going to agree with this. This is going to get him further in the game. And honestly, I don't blame him. I would have probably done the same thing. Um, but in terms of kind of I don't think Doug agrees with like the whole male versus female thing I really don't think he agrees with that at all <laughs> yeah I'd love to get your takes on it from a gender perspective because Lee you know being a big strong guy is like yay big strong guys and as a strategy that makes sense <laughs> we do see him though in the edit like you know one of the blondes and seeing he seems to have like a real sense of you know this is actually right not just like a strategy to get him further but like true of of life of, of what kind of that value is how do you look at yeah. that now in terms of like lee um you know how your relationship with him on the island and kind of how those thoughts were verbalized out there and then as you've seen them on the show itself so i think we'll start off with the whole kind of blonde comment i think like it's not very i don't know how to describe that it's kind of like people under under think undermine you Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost as if like, oh, we've got to get rid of one of the blondes. And it's kind of like, oh, just a dumb blonde. Um, and that's what I didn't want my narrative to come across av- as going into the game. Um, and I, I know that that's not who I am. Um, and I think before people get to know me, they kind of have that narrative. Um, and it's not that at all. Um, in terms of everyone got along well in camp. Um, I wouldn't say that there was there was no major arguments or anything like that. But yeah, the whole kind of male versus female does just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. What about Lee? You know, more specifically, just in terms of playing with Lee, what was the what were the vibes like there? I think I think in terms of well, Lee had admitted he'd never seen the show. Yeah. Um. And obviously, like I have only I'd only watched Survivor this year, but I had more knowledge about it than he did going in. He's he's claimed he's never watched an episode yeah. before. Um, which I mean is pretty brave to come and play Survivor when you've not seen anything. And I think from his perspective, it's kind of all about challenge. Like the the like the weak must go first. First of all, I'm not weak. No one that is on that show is weak. Um, and I don't want to be labelled as that. And second of all, I just think like if he'd possibly watched the show beforehand, he maybe would have realised like, oh, we actually are going to need Rachel. So, yeah, I think oh, I don't know. Obviously, everyone's got different opinions on it. Um, and 
I think as well, like we only see 24 hours of, we only see an hour, sorry, out of 24 hours. So yeah, I think everyone's going to have their own different different opinions. Yeah, you, you kind of indicate that it was like Lee's kind of almost like brute force strategy of like really pushing that this is something that's going to happen. And it became kind of, it seems like a tidal wave of everyone just kind of jumping on board, especially with like a challenge sentiment. When did that kind of flip around from having the numbers of Lee being on the wrong side of the vote? Was it kind of an immediate shift? Was it after the challenge? Was it after the vote where, you know, you know, the first immunity challenge had been lost where it kind of felt like he was taking that like pun intended, like leadership position and everyone was going along with it. Was there like a real shift in the hierarchy that you felt or did it not really feel that way at town? Um, slightly. I feel you'll see like in episode three, like we're all standing, he's standing with the yeah. machete, mm. it's day seven, like let's go. Um, I think that's when it kind of started. Um, there'd always be like we'd do like a group talk and everyone would huddle together, we'd do Lenena, and I think just he's a very confident person and that's great. Um, but I feel like it came across maybe too much um, in terms of, you know, leadership wise, too, like too strong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, you do. Like, personally, I would not have wanted to be the leader. Like, everyone knows you're getting booted first. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just think maybe just too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe in better terms, you know, Ash, you end up having to vote against um, a couple of questions here. I'd love to know about your relationship with her and how you got so close to begin with because it seemed like a pretty important relationship. Yeah, I love Ash and I will never, ever like, you know, I would never hold it against anyone for voting for me. Um, but especially Ash, like we both knew that that's what we were going to do. Because I actually remember she had said to me, oh no, like I'm not voting for you. And I thought, girl, are you silly? Like, <laughs> you think I'm silly? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think on the first day, and I think with us kind of be both being blonde, it was like two blonde besties. Um, and I just think we were... We had we kind of made a good relationship, um, and I just think that kind of from spending so much time together, it was so difficult to like put her name forward. Because when I was kind of sat at tribal council, I was like, right, I was like, maybe I shouldn't vote, but I knew that if I didn't vote for her, it it would have been me, but it still was me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. As the, as the two names, you didn't want to you know, vote for someone to yeah, stick around well, and then you voted yeah. for someone else. And and if that's the yeah. one vote to send you home, you'd be kicking yourself. So I totally yeah. get it. I'm sure she understands. She did the same thing. Um, but in terms of Ash as well, like, do you have any insight into why it was you over Ash? Like the only real kind of insight we got on this was that Lee was like, you know what, as a PT, like Rach should be doing better. But you would think it's like, okay, but then she's got this like physical job. It, it felt oh. punitive. So I don't understand <laughs> now, that either. When I heard that remark, I not gonna lie, it, it kind of annoyed me because it was like, right, I might be a PT, but with my job role, it does not say run down water with a 10, <laughs> eight kilogram bag. Yes. That's not in my job role. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, and I expected Hannah to go so much longer than me. She is a semi-pro footballer. Like she's going to be able to do that. I am more kind of strength-based. Um, yeah, okay, I do cardio, but 
I don't run. I never, I, who likes running? I agree with you. It's awful. I, I hope I never run, run again in my entire life. Yeah. No, me too. I'm triggered after that. <laughs> yeah. I no, might I get, start get running. It. Yeah. <laughs> I might start running to improve. <laughs> no, don't. Don't let them win. Don't run. That just validates the line of thinking. And I think that's wrong. But I agree with you. Running is terrible. But then, so why why are you over Ash? You, was there a sense like you had of relationships of why that might be or why that would happen? I honestly don't know. I think I had actually gone to, you know, look and hunt for little idol so oh. I think mm. possibly there's been a wee chit chat behind my back um which again expected and I think if I was could rewind time that is what I wouldn't do because everyone was looking and I think I had possibly just taken that teeny weeny bit of extra time um but yeah yeah so interesting. Well, what about like you you mentioned Hannah. Hannah, who's been kind of put in this gender war but seems closer with the guys. What was your relationship like with her? Um, I love Hannah. I think she is amazing. She is so funny and she's very fun to be around. Um, and I think kind of same thing again. She had a great relationship with the guys and the girls and Ren. So it was kind of like kind of being piggy in the middle on us like alongside mm. that she just didn't know what side to go on um and at the kind of at the end of the clip it was like I don't know if I can work with you and I think if possibly we'd both been able to build that relationship slightly more we would have gotten there for sure and then the, the last person is is Peg who you mentioned had been even a name floating and, and Peg like even says even the, in the tribal council like he had also screwed up the challenge and was kind of given a pass on it. So what was kind of the thinking around that? And that I think is like such a big part of the gender war because it can come down to, you know, blaming it on challenges yes. as much as you want, but it shows really the agenda when like Lee's allies can, you know, do as they please in the in the challenges compared to his enemies. Yeah, I think, and it was really interesting and I was really glad that they put that in of Peg saying that because it was almost as if like, I, it was me that was getting targeted. It was like they were saying, oh no, we failed this challenge because Rachel dropped out. And it was like, it wasn't that at all. People had dropped out before. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why it was so frustrating at the time. But that's one of the reasons why I was so glad that Peg was like, well, I dropped out first. Um, and I do think to a certain extent, like he was not agreeing with what Lee was saying. And you can tell like the look on Hannah's face as well. Like, She's like, did you just say that? Yeah, interesting. I and mean, why was he kind of the name? Or maybe just, you know, you were you one of the Lee blind side. You said you kind of flew to Peg. Like, was it more from a challenge perspective if Lee was, you know, someone that you kind of needed at that point? I think everyone was just scared to kind of vote him out if someone had kind of turned their back in alliances and Lee stayed in the game and he only would be voted for him. He would have he would have been gunning for us um, mm -hmm. and he would have done us all really dirty. So I think from that perspective, it was kind of just like, we. I don't know whether people were just too scared because I definitely, his name was up there. It was along with Peg, but I think Peg's was kind of floating a bit about more. Um, but yeah, I think people just wanted to use him as a shield. Sure. Well, you you left Lee and Peg like out of the vote when you voted out Sabrina. We saw there was quite a bit with you and Sabrina with the knots and you're on kind of like other sides in this. What was your thinking behind that as a vote? 
I think I was kind of in the middle because I got along with Sabs really well. She was like my camp mum. And it doesn't look like that, but she was. Um, And I love her energy. I think she's so enthusiastic. She's so fun to be around. And I think there's a clip where I'm like, oh, like, shut up, Sabs. And it's just when you're in a challenge concentrating and kind of holding something like that, you just, you don't want complete silence. But I think kind of shouting from the sideline, it had annoyed us. Um, But in all means, I do not hate Sabs. I love Sabs. <laughs> but um, I think when we'd obviously found out we were going to tribal council, it was almost like we'd kind of come together a wee bit. There was me, Chris, Ren, Ash, and we'd kind of pulled Doug in a wee bit. And by that point, Ren had started to build a relationship with Doug. So it was kind of almost like, Ren, like you speak to Doug. We know that we want to vote for. It was kind of Chris who kind of influenced it to begin with. Um, then again to save my place in the game it was we're going to do this um, they thought like kind of found it a bit annoying and yeah I just it was a good move because Sabs would have been a big big threat see mm. even getting to merge that woman would have smashed it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well she loves running which honestly is untrustworthy I think so because I no, definitely this... think yeah I definitely think that's why they put that challenge next because yeah. just got rid of her <laughs> 100% it was a little bit of a slap in the face to take out the like marathon runner in the you know and then there's a running challenge I do think they just wanted to like yeah. show you guys <laughs> so yeah I, you mentioned it a little bit before but Ren coming back from the outpost and a little bit of the distrust with the small fish what were people saying tell us what was the chat happening back at camp with that oh we knew we knew we knew um it was it was kind of explained and then later on um they'd said about the baked potato and I was almost like Mm. really Mm -hmm. and I also did think about the rice I thought it was quite sneaky because I was like I don't think they're going to give us more rice when we have rice But yeah, and I know that Chris had asked Lawrence. So that was literally like she'd been caught red-handed. Yeah, why had the baked potato come out? That's what Chris says to to the other side, to Lawrence and Matthew. And I was like, yeah, because I think by that point, um, Ren had said about, oh, by the way, there was like the baked potato at the end. Um, So yeah, I think everyone was just really confused. And then when Chris had asked Lawrence, it was yeah. like, oh, so there was a bigger fish. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> bigger and, fish to fry. <laughs> yeah, and Chris told people that, that that information he'd gotten? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think he'd kind of kept it to himself. Interesting. So interesting. Well, last question, Rach. It's been great to chat to you. I mean, what a journey. Oh, That's no, what my yeah, my main, so many insights hearing about Lynette. I feel like I now like have such a more well-rounded understanding. So thank you so much. But <laughs> your journey through this year, so you'd never even heard of Survivor, which is kind of crazy to me. Nope. You watched a bunch of it. You binged it. And then you were cast on the show and then you played it. Like that, it feels like you've had a big Survivor few months. Tell us about kind of that experience in the last year. Yeah, so I was, I was actually approached at the start of the year. Okay. Um, I had never heard of it. And my boyfriend and I sat down that night and we're like, right, we'll watch it. We'll give it a go. And by the end of the first episode, like we both looked at each other and we're like, oh, 
I I need to do this. What episode was it? What season was it? Um, it was All Stars. So in the UK on Amazon Prime, the All Stars one is All-Stars? under yeah, yeah, Australian All Stars. Good first episode. It's, I just kind of thought we either go hard or go home. Um, we're going to watch Australian All Stars to begin with. Um, and I loved it. It was oh. so. It was like episode after episode um, and I actually started work like I would start work at 6am and I remember still being up at 3am watching it me and Michael were like we need to go to sleep like <laughs> switch the TV off <laughs> so no I loved it um, and then obviously kind of going through the casting process it is a long process and it still didn't feel real until like I was lying on my bamboo bed at night <laughs> mm-hmm. well yeah I mean that sounds like a whirlwind but it was great to get some of those insights and hear your thoughts on the game. And thank you so much again for coming onto the podcast and falling in love with Survivor in your own way. So I hope that you have a bit of a way to go with the show in, in some capacity, playing it and, and viewing it even more. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Perfect. No problem. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. There you have it, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed that interview. I want to say a big thank you to Rach for all of those insights and a really great conversation. And thank you as well to the BBC, as always, for facilitating these interviews because we really appreciate it, getting some of that other information from the island itself. So hope that you're enjoying all of this and hope that you've subscribed to the International Survivor Hapups feed and or following me on at Shannon Gate so that you don't miss any of the content. As I said at the top of the podcast, the recap with George every week, the patron podcast with Rob that is still to come this week. Yeah, it's a fun time covering the season. I cannot believe that we are a quarter of the way through, but all of that content, make sure you're following because I'm covering US Survivor as well, Big Brother. There's a lot going on. We really appreciate you spending your time with us as always. Hope you enjoyed this interview and I will see you next time. Bye. Australian Survivor is safe. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.